365 certified Luke Curtis is a vibe, and you are listening to the OVW Podcast. Welcome to the OVW Podcast, the unofficial podcast of Ohio Valley Wrestling. My name is Jack Minotes. I'm joined today, as always, by Brian Hines. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. It is a Thursday in the feed. You know what that means. Oh, we yeah. have an interview. Today, we are joined by the future. You better announce me, right? The future, Will Austin. Don't screw this up, man. Yeah. The last, last our time. last one was a little rough. We're going to try to keep this one on the rails. How are you doing today, Will? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing well, man. Thanks for joining us today. Well, you had good payment, so <laughs> check cleared. Uh, how long have you been in OVW? Uh, OVW coming up on a year now. I think I moved here, uprooted my life from Florida, mm-hmm. from Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood, that area, which is a lot better than Louisville because it's trash Ooh. over here. But oh. coming up on a year now. Uh, what made you decide to uproot your life, as you put it, and move to Louisville, a place so, that you obviously don't like for OVW? Dude, especially the weather. Not only with the people, but the weather just sucks it's with all the snow and everything. So coming from Florida, I was the company I was in, I was pretty much, and I've seen it for a while now, I was the big fish in a little pond. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go somewhere else to conquer something that I haven't done. And OVW had a great name even before the Netflix thing because everybody sure. knows about the scene and the Lesnar and everything. So, yeah. of course, it would not hurt to add my name to that because I will be the next class. The future. There you go. Um, how not, have you- not self-appointed, by the way. Other than the weather and the people... How have you enjoyed your experience at OVW so far? Do you feel like you have conquered it? Uh, I feel like it's been, it's just really hard when you have your fate in somebody else's hands as much as you do what you want to do. It's stuff like, I feel like the stuff I was given with Star Rider and Manny, I knocked it out of the park. I feel feel we were carrying OVW week after week after week, not only with the promos, but with the stuff we were doing in the ring. It's the barn burners. And then, and then you get to a new challenge, like somebody with Orion who, uh, I don't want to really say like I don't want to put him over too much like he's great in the ring but it's like he's also trying to identify himself at the same time and so it's like it's just a mesh with that where we went from being a tag team where I thought that's what we wanted into mm-hmm. obviously I got to stand out I got to have the spotlight and it wasn't good enough for him so we had the, the pay-per-view match at Christmas Chaos and then from there it's like floating around a little bit to figure out like how I'm going to step up to go back at Cal for the Rush Division Championship. Is that what you want next? Cal Hero for the rest of his that's, championship? That's, that's all I want going forward. It's either I have two people on my list for OVW. It's Cal Hero, and it's not even Cal Hero. It's the Rush Division Championship mm-hmm. and Jack Vaughn. Oh, and wow. Those are the only two names I have for OVW. And there's literally, if I give me anything else, like I knock it out of the park, but I'm not going to be satisfied with that. What is it about Jack Vaughn? Why do you want a piece of Jack Vaughn? Jack, I hate old school wrestlers, but for Jack, it just works. And it's probably what he's doing with the TikTok and everything with his thigh slapping. He's like, he's exposing the business, but it's like, even the old school wrestlers are hating it, but it's Mm -hmm. in a funny way that it's just like, I identify with that because... I have new school style of wrestling and all the old school people probably hate my wrestling because it's a styles clash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and I hate the old school wrestling. That's why like I, I'm the new school, I represent the new school style of wrestling, but what he's doing, it just works. And it's just like, I get a kick out of it. So it's like, I think we would mesh really well. You're very, very obviously from you, you put it new school style of wrestling. What were the first influences in your wrestling life? Who did you look at and you said, that's it. That's what I wanted. Well, do. it's actually funny because when I started watching wrestling, I remember like Cena rapping in 03. Sure. And I remember like uh, growing up watching Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero is always my top 
end all be all favorite. But I remember in like 2004, 2005, I was actually outside of the WWE bubble watching TNA. I remember like flipping through the channels and I seen TNA had the six sided ring. AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Chris Daniels, that match they did can never be topped. And it's like you want to get as close as you can to that. So I'd say definitely not only a person, but TNA as a whole, because I discovered an alternative Mm -hmm. very early on. I love hearing that, Um, especially TNA's kind of. It's being looked at in a whole different light than it was when it was actually uh, during that kind of golden mm-hmm. era of TNA. I love hearing that you you were looking for an alternative. You found TNA, and it was those matches that taught you your style or inspired your style. Well, it's one of those. I wasn't looking for the alternative. It just, I just stumbled upon sure. it, and now that I stumbled upon it, I was like, this is actually, if as not F good or even better. But mm-hmm. like, especially I love when it was doing. good. When it was good, it was better. oh yeah. <laughs> like I'm telling you, from that 05 to probably 09 run that they had was AJ Styles was just the man and his style. Like they had him as a top guy as a heavyweight, but he was doing the new school style of wrestling. And then once Hogan and everybody came over and just ruined it for a yeah. little bit, shot it. Yeah, shot it in the yeah. ass. Really. Yeah. yeah, he's come a long way. He went from looking like the uh, uh, troubled youth to the mother of a troubled youth. AJ Styles. Yeah. AJ, yeah. AJ's timeless. He's he's the modern day Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I would probably put him up there. Maybe I me growing up on AJ Styles, like that's I was never a big fan growing up of Bret Hart and uh Shawn Michaels, sure. but AJ was my guy growing up. But Eddie was always my end all be all with charisma putting like not that AJ didn't have charisma, he didn't have like Eddie, that's for mm. sure. No, but, no, he did. But he was just so smooth in the ring. That's like the only thing you can say about AJ from that time period as a negative is he just kind of Personality-wise, could be a little bit of a non-starter, but in ring was putting on banger after banger with anybody. Oh, easily, with easily. anybody, it was awesome. And here we are, twenty years later, he's got all that now, and he's still at the top of the card. Dude, easily, you throw his name out, and he's easily. I don't know, he should be on everybody's Mount Rushmore. Truly, the phenomenal one. So you, you are, you're an X Division fan. You're an X Division fan. Is that why you have such a? Because uh, the X Division is obviously very influenced on the Rush Division of OVW. Is that why you have such a? Um, an obsession with that rush division belt I, I think so because what does x division stand for back in the day it was no weight limits no limits at all like samoa mm-hmm. joe embodied x division like i oh, feel yeah. like i'm the biggest rush guy i'm one of the biggest guys on the roster not even just the rush division and i can move like the smallest guy there mm-hmm. so of course like i'd say the x division played a big part of me even coming into ovw not even knowing about the rush division i knew i was going to take over wherever i got put i knew i was going to get handed chicken shit on a plate and turn it into chicken salad Whenever you kind of go into wrestling and you start training and you want to be a guy like an X Division guy, you want to be a Christopher Daniels or an AJ Styles or something like that, what, when you find a wrestling school, is it different than like your normal, like what, do you go straight into that thing? This is just me as a fan asking. So my wrestling school, especially when I started in Florida, my style nowadays that you see, you don't, you didn't really see that. I'm not saying it didn't exist because I started training probably what, like 20... 16, 17, 18, somewhere around okay. there. So my style definitely existed, but no one was doing it, especially on the indies. So I remember I started training, learned my basics in like four to six months. But the thing, I showed off my athleticism, like I could dive over the top rope and that alone got me put on shows probably before I was even ready mm-hmm. because I had something that like no one else was doing and is making me stand out, at least in my area. Did you have any uh, like experience outside of wrestling with athletics? Uh, I played football growing up, played uh High school football, semi-pro football. I did track in high school, volleyball in high school. Just I remember in high school, I was anything to not be home and be involved in sports. So sure. I was just always very athletic. 
Um, always loved. Uh, I used to go to this trampoline places to do flips. That's probably where I know most of my flips now. That's what I wanted yeah. to ask. Is just like, how does a person get to the point where they realize that they can just pull a backflip from like a standing position? <laughs> Honestly, is no fear. Like that's how I live my life. Like whatever I do, whether it's my personal life, professional, it's just no fear. I remember the very first time, and I can look it up on YouTube. I was in a triple threat ladder match, and like probably like my third, fourth match in my career. And uh, send us this. Uh, we'll we'll put it sure. in the link to this. And literally, my third, fourth match in my career, did it, never practiced a 450 in a ring, just did it. I remember the guy was laying there and just pulled him in and did a 450. And I knew I could do it on a trampoline, but the first time I've ever done moves pretty much in the ring is when you see it for the first time. How much visualization does it take to get to the point where you're just like, I'm going to do the 450 now? Like in that moment. Oh, no. It's just, it's just one of those, like, when you have adrenaline flowing through you, yeah. you have to commit and. and because if you bitch out, it's going to be on Botchamania or something somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So Hi, Matthew. Yeah. So it's one of those, like, once, you, once you're up there, you just got to commit. And if you don't, like, you're probably going to hurt yourself. Uh, so let's name uh, – can you name the championships you've held since you've been in OVW? Are you trying to poke fun at me? How many championship matches have I had since I've been in OVW? One, and I've had to look over my shoulder that entire match for Blanco Orion, who doesn't even know what his name is, to come after me. And so I don't even think I got a fair shot at a cow. Like, it's cow hero. It's he's got he's gonna be protected. That's Al Snow's golden boy. As I was gonna ask, and he said he seems to be such a dominant champion. Are you ever afraid of of getting in the ring with him one more time and I, and I, not being able to rise to the occasion? I, I welcome it. I I I'm one of those guys who I don't. I'm not afraid to put myself out there. I'm one of those guys who I welcome any and all challenges like cena was my guy growing up too like mm -hmm. he would lose to the rock and come out next monday on raw and say like the rock was the better man even if he wasn't he would still admit that he was a better man i don't make excuses it just happened at the time that i had orion i had a look over my shoulder so i never even got to focus on cal hero but if you look back at that match i was dominating cal for three-fourths of the match yeah it's absolutely we were there that night actually yeah yeah um what would you like other than the Rush Division Championship in OVW. Oh, everything. Heavyweight title, national title. Because if you look at me, I'm bulking up as we speak. Do you see yourself ever in a tag team again after being burned by Orion? Um, it's more of, I think it has less to do with Orion. It has more to do with me. I don't, I don't really want to share the spotlight with anybody. I am the future. I am the spotlight. That's me. Like I'm the guy who's going to carry every company I go to. Every, even every indie company I go to. I have a company in Chicago where started out literally my first match. I was probably like 170 pounds in Chicago and rose to I just wrestled for the heavyweight title there. And, and I made that happen on my own because I was calling out the heavyweight champion. What's that, the name of uh, that promotion? Squared Circle Megastars. That never would have happened if I didn't because the, the owners and everything were never going to give me everything. If you look at my size, my skill, I'm not. They probably don't look at me as the typical heavyweight guy who doesn't really leave his feet often. Sure. But again, look at AJ Styles is world champion with him always diving and leaving his and feet. And multiple promotions. Exactly. So I, I, everywhere I go, I manage to get to the top, and I'm not going to be held down to a division or a weight limit. Like I always want the top prize, whether that's the part time in EC3 who has a national championship or a heavyweight title. Whenever you have, and this is coming more and more often, uh, coming more and more regular at OVW, it's always been sort of regular, but it feels like really the last few months it's been very prominent. When you have these part timers waltz in, Dude, it's so frustrating, and like Jesse Goddard's is a perfect example of one, and everybody loves him now, but it's funny. Six months ago, everybody hated, hated him. him, 
and everybody in the back hated him because look at the last main event of the Nightmare Rumble. You had two part-timers in the, in the main event. And uh, if you listen to this feed, if you're a fan of this show, you would know that we think that the part-time main eventers are kind of a hindrance to the rest of the card. Yeah, we kind of feel like they should go see other people. Not only is it a hindrance for the rest of the card, but you have these belts on these part-timers where it's like you're looking around and what do we have to fight for? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and especially when I know that you have an issue with Cal Hero, but he's defending it regularly. Is he? Because the last couple of weeks he's wrestled Shane Mercer, who's not even in the Rush division. He's got DeGette coming up, who's not a Rush division guy. It's He's doing anything and everything. Cal is not the Rush division. He does everything outside the Rush division. Like Adam Revolver looks like a jar of mayo. You, you can't tell me he's a Rush division guy. Like He doesn't move like one. I, repre- no. I represent the Rush division. I am the Rush division. That's me. I do everything that a Rush division guy should do, but yet Cal's running around wrestling every single other person that he knows he's going to beat. I'm going to be honest. I really do think that there is, it is time to freshen up the Rush division, and I don't see anyone else who has as strong of an argument for who it should be. It's not, that's just not me uh, saying that because you're sitting next to me. I really do think that the right. Rush division needs, needs a little sprucing up. It needs, it needs to look to I, the future. I, I couldn't agree more. But like, look, looking around, who else do you have in a Rush division? T-Dub, I've beat him so many times. Orion, like, he's, he's had the belt and did nothing with it. Luke's not even in a Rush division no more, but he's the same size as he was in a Rush division. He yeah. wasn't even moving like a Rush division guy. So you're the future. Did you see... Your split with Orion coming as a tag team? For sure. I, 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 I'm the one, when he was sitting at home for three months, that I'm the one who made the decision. I was like, oh, maybe we can bring him back because no one will see it coming. And look what it did. It shocked Manny and Star Rider. I'm the one who made that call because he was out of sight, out of mind. Al Snow wasn't begging to come have him come back. I wasn't the one who made that call. But it was never supposed to be a long-term thing. It was supposed to be, hey, look, I need you to get me to the Rush title. And that's what happened. And then it turned into everything about him, like per usual. Does it frustrate you that you advocated him for him so strongly, looking back on it? Not really, because if I was in his position, I probably would have did the same thing. Probably would have did a lot better. But everything is, and everything's about timing in wrestling. Like he's had his time with the Rush title and did nothing with it. Like, mm-hmm. look at somebody like me who's never had the Rush Championship, who's never even really gotten a shot at the Rush Championship, but yet I'm being given the runaround while Cal's doing everything else. I mean this. I mean this very, very seriously. You are one of the finest in ring performers in OVW. Thank you. One of the finest wrestlers at OVW, and not one of. I am the, the one. Sorry, you are the best wrestler at OVW, and uh, we we are. It is a true pleasure to watch you wrestle every single time. Um, we wish from a, as a podcast, as a duo here, wish the utmost best for you because Thank it, you. I think Absolutely. I think you've been getting a little bit of a short end of a stick over the last. Um, Two months or so. But like I said, wrestling's all about timing thing, and it's going to come. Like, look what I just did with somebody in the heavyweight division, Von Rocket. Like, took yeah. him, took yeah, him to his right. limit. Yeah, took him okay. to his limit, but I got I to worry about Carson Drake coming out messing with... With the Rockets. Yeah. Crystal. Yeah. Do you mind to plug your social media for us real quick, Will Austin? Instagram at Will Austin underscore KOF. Twitter, King of Flight 13. My Twitch is Will Austin underscore KOF. I'm always a big video gamer if you come in there. Um, subscribe my chats live if you chat or comment or something in there I'll probably respond to you Um, thank you so much for joining us this uh, afternoon Will Austin love you guys thanks for listening no problem problem. the pleasure is all yours thank you great job thank you thank you
Thank you, you so much. Yeah, yeah, you started off really hot, and I wanted to kind of get you back there. So I'm yeah, yeah you picked you picked right up on it. Too. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Thank you.